Welcome to the Synergy Mindset Coaching Podcast. We share inspiring stories and expert advice to help you on your daily personal growth plan to achieve the life that you desire. I am your host and certified life coach, Gina Johnson. I just want to give a shout out to our top listeners this week from the USA, Australia, France, and Ireland. So grateful that you're here. If you're a first-time listener or if you're a long-time listener, so glad that you're here. I am always committed to creating a community where you feel supported and take action to make your goals happen. I'm making a bit of a change in how the podcast format is, and today's the last second chance story that I'm going to share. I seem to be confusing people I'm inviting onto the show with so many different categories to choose from. So every week, I am just going to be bringing you someone that has an inspiring story or an expert on mindset to help you to be able to turn those negative thoughts around and fill your mind with thoughts that help you to drive you to where it is that you're wanting to go. So you guys, this is the community that I would like to be the place that you can come if you want to shift your mindset and make whatever it is that you desire happen. And without any further ado, here is our guest for this week, Anna Milne. Welcome to the Synergy Mindset Coaching Podcast, Second Chance Story. I'm really excited to share a story today. And first, I want to tell you how I met her. I was listening to the Flourishing Moms podcast, and I was listening to her introduce Ricky Shetty. He has an amazing story of how he travels with his family, helping others, and he talks about the mindset of what happens when your dream is not just the American dream. These are just great stories to get outside the box that we live in every day. So Anna is a counselor and a life coach. She has years of experience working with families all around the world. She is the host of the Flourishing Moms podcast, and I don't want to give away her story, so I'll let her explain how she went from coaching kids to moms. Anna Milne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for, for having me, honey. It's an honor to be here. Oh, well, so excited to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about your life now so that my guests can get to know you? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, I used to work with kids, youth, and that enabled me to, to travel all, the, all around the world with it everybody needs you find in third world countries they all need and are happy with someone that wants to you know help out with kids so I did that for many many years my life kind of turned um last year I have two two daughters um one who's almost 25 and one now that's 15 that's home and about a year or so shit that she's been in a very dark dark place and it just kept getting more and more into a dark hole to about a year ago it will be a year ago February that my daughter attempted her life for me it wasn't it was one of those worst parenting moments I could imagine like I remember that moment your brain isn't really set up to how to deal with that Mm -hmm. like it was kind of a denial piece like you read that in the paper that parents denied it and I get it because you you can't figure it out yeah so that brought me to a place of really needing um coaching and help myself and not being able to find it online with my daughter being home and me being home as well 
I needed to be here at the house at least to make it safe for the first little while for her. So going to her co- going to her counselor and leaving the home just wasn't in the midst of it wasn't something that was practical. So I, I recognized the need for that. And then I was working outside the home, so I wanted to come into my home and somebody suggested, hey, Anna, why don't you, you found yourself that it wasn't something that was regular. Why don't you do that yourself? And so at that moment, it seems such a, a logical step, but it's one of those things when people point out, you're like, huh, okay, that makes sense. That's that's my next step. So so doing that is where the Flourishing Moms came, came from and really using my own journey to help moms and be that support and coach for them as well. Mm-hmm. And were you a counselor before? Yes. Yeah. I am trained um, youth, family and child counselor. So okay. working a lot with, in the whole families, predominantly with kids and youth. Mm-hmm. So what was it like going through this being a counselor? I would imagine it would be a little different because you had all the tools and know-how, but of course, going through something this traumatic, you probably can't access that at the same time. Yeah, I think first thing was was guilt. I think that stepped in. Um, not that your ego was like, oh, I'm a counselor, stuff shouldn't happen to me, but you kind of think, how did I not know? And that kind of track plays in your head. How did I not see this? How did I not know? Um, begins to to play into it Mm -hmm. but once I was able to recognize that and say no no (laughs) total stop away from the guilt I was able to kind of go through my huge toolbox of tools and kind of put things in place for her and know that she needed to get her own counseling and that it couldn't come from me as well that's a good point. I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because you try. I mean, as as parents, we, we want the best. We want to do it. We want to, to be there. But recognizing that, okay, I I need my, I need support. I can't be that coach support. I can be the mom support for her, but I can't be that coach or counselor support for her. Mm-hmm. So do you think because you were able to identify there was guilt quickly that it didn't have the chance to turn into shame? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think from my own skills and that I was able to, to recognize it and go, wait a minute, I'm going down that dark path myself. I don't want, I don't want to go there and be able to recognize it and say, Hey, no, this isn't, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. I feel like that's important to mention because I talk to so many moms that are in that place right now. And it's just the more you talk about it and reach out, the less it grips you. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Because we can go down there. It's a, such a path. I mean, from social media, from the papers, we can definitely go to that, oh, I should have, or why didn't I, or how could I have not have so easily. Yeah. And what was your support like? Did anybody say any of those things to you or was everybody very supportive? Everybody was supportive. I think it was all in, well, not I think, I know it was all in my own head. Like it was not, not one person ever said that. Yeah. So as we take a bit closer look at your story, I wonder what about you changed the most from this experience? I think from two different things, my assurance in myself and then my recognition of how short life is. I've always said that life is short, life is this. 
and how um, it really is. It just really put in the perspective that instead of putting those off, okay, you know, my daughter and I will go on a vacation three months from now, just really taking taking the time and embracing the day that we have now and doing up as much as we can in that day. That is a beautiful idea. Did you guys go on a vacation? We did actually after that. We, we went to Mexico. The first time I took her to Mexico, we went to um, Puerto Vallarta for a week. Oh, that sounds so lovely. It was good. And even there, um, it was an interesting process because I'm the type of person that I go to some place and I come home exhausted because I've done so much, right? I've gone here. <laughs> Life of an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. But it was good just allowing ourselves to spend a day watching TV. Because at first I was like, okay, we're at the beach and why are we here? But just letting go of that, knowing this is what needs to be done in the moment. We need to just hang out and watch TV and that's okay. That's so wonderful. Can you share with us one personal habit that contributed to your overcoming this? For me, I'm big, big, big on journaling. I need to journal. Um, I set my alarm every day I get up before anybody else um, and just really have that time. I have coffee, have that time to, to journal. And that's been huge, just letting go of all those feelings, letting process it. All right. Can you share a resource with us, like a podcast and or a book that you wouldn't have made it through without? Um, there's been a few few books. For me, the one I always go back to is really kind of starting on my journal journey is The Four Agreements. Yes. And what brings true is that don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. And that's been, been huge and just knowing that even if people place blame or people didn't understand that knowing enough that that's their stuff, that um, that's something about them. It has nothing to do with me. And that I, th- I love the four agreements. Wonderful. Before we move to the next question, which brings us a little more present, is there anything you want to share if there's a mom or a dad right now in that place that you are at? Does your heart just feel led to share anything with them? Yeah, I just want you to know, as as I shared, it's not your fault. You know, we we love our children, we adore them so much, and we want the best. And we we can easily go down there that road of I should have or why didn't I or all those we have that big should have. <laughs> I call them should have parties. And we all want the best for our kids, and I just want you to know, no matter what it's not your fault that they can go through these dark dark places and regardless of oh you shouldn't have said this or that it doesn't matter it's not your fault and we can't go back and correct that what we have is is right now mm-hmm. i think folk let go of all of that should have so what happened in the past and really focus okay here we are today it's not my fault but what can we do to move ahead? Beautiful. So now moving a little bit more towards today. <laughs> tell us, what is one thing that you're most passionate about today? Empowering women and empowering um, specifically moms. I like that now we're on a movement to, to do self-care. That 
we're we're slowly recognizing that we don't guilt and stress and overwhelm and all of that isn't a natural part of mom. Mm-hmm. But through society and through you know inst- all of that social media, it's become normalized where it doesn't have to be. And I, I love that now we're recognizing. I mean, the first step is recognizing self care that it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. And I love that that message keeps coming up that we recognize that we have to fill up our cups first. I always use the analogy, the oxygen mask. There's a reason why you need to put on your own oxygen mask before doing your children. And that's so important in our own journeys to take care of ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Now, I ask everybody who shares a second chance story this question, and I just want to know, what does every day is a second chance mean to you? Every day is a second chance to... First thing that popped in my mind is live. And when I say that, I mean really live. Like, I think that's what the second chance has given to me before I was living, which meant breathing. Now I'm embracing and really appreciating what life has. So it gives me that second chance to to live. Beautiful. And we're just going to end with asking you to do two things. One, (laughs) share where people can connect with you if they would like to follow you on social media or where's the best place. And then we'll just end with a parting piece of guidance. Thank you so much for being here today. Find me, easiest place, um, Instagram, Flourishing Moms. And also um, the podcast, as you found me, was it's called The Flourishing Moms. So under both, if people can just Google Flourishing Moms, Anna Milne, and podcasts and my website and everything comes up. Awesome. I'll link that in the show notes too at Synergy Mindset Coaching. And they can find all the good stuff linked right there. And if you do want to share a parting piece of guidance, please feel free. The mic's all yours. Guidance, I would, I would think when we're talking second chance just embrace life. Know that, you know, as moms, we have so much coming at us and we love our kids. We love our kids so much and it's okay to step back and it's okay to take that break and really live. It's okay to take time for yourself and know that your kids aren't going to think of you less if you didn't, you know, you weren't there a hundred percent of the time that they remember those moments and for us to refresh. And that's really what I've gotten back to in my life as well. It's if we fill up our cups, we're able to show up a hundred percent. We're not exhausted. We're not distracted. If we do all that in place that we really can show up the way that we want to. It seems silly, really, you know, if we take time out for ourselves to take out time from our family that will be a hundred percent but it really is what you know kind of restores us brings us back to that place thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of synergy mindset coaching podcast we have a community of people that are committed to daily personal growth where you can watch a different video six days of the week that is a little coaching tip and be amongst other people supporting each other working towards their goals it's your daily personal growth on facebook i will share the link 
at the show notes page, synergymindsetcoaching.com, Anna Milne. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to being with you next week.